This is a Baby Brunch podcast. To enjoy good health and also to have good sense are probably two of life's greatest blessings. I'm really privileged to have two people in my studio today. Aww. Lala Hiriyama. Hey. <laughs> I can't believe this. Listen, we're actually sitting face like in front of each other face to face. This has been it's been a long time coming. I haven't seen you in years. I should say that to you. <laughs> I should say, Lala, I haven't seen you in years. <laughs> right, this is your show. I forgot. No. <laughs> But next to Lala is not just your uncle. Yeah, he's my uncle. I, I have a lot of respect for you because even though you are in the medical field, you are willing to talk about things that concern us. Absolutely. And you're not charging me. You're just here to share your knowledge. And I, I want to res- tell you how much I respect that. Uh, I have Dr. Russell Cooper in our studio he flew in for us and his family <laughs> to come and see us here in South Africa from Australia. But you, you're South African born. I am, Ilana. Yes. And you have a whole lot of titles, but we know you as a doctor in disciplines of medicine and complementary medicine and mind and body medicine. Yes, indeed. What does that mean? You know, uh, medicine is an amazing science and yet in medicine sometimes some areas of unwellness are not adequately looked after. Mm. So I've traveled far and wide around the world and done an enormous amount of training in integrative and complementary medicine, anti-aging medicine, preventive medicine, to help people in a way that I feel they're being nourished and um, looked after in the most compassionate way. The way you speak is almost holy because he closes his eyes and he explains, just come back already, okay? <laughs> Can you bring Lala with you and just open a practice down the road? Right? Uh, I would love to. Oh, my goodness. That would be amazing. He's an incredible man and he's actually saved my life. So I am very, very grateful for it. So you're talking about saving your life mm-hmm. and I want to unpack that because you're not just here because you're a superstar. <laughs> Nonsense. Lala, I've known you for, for more than 10 years. Can you believe it? We have walked down a very long what road together. What are you busy together. with at the moment? So much, actually. TV's keeping me out of uh, out of trouble. Mischief. Yes, you know this. <laughs> you <laughs> still laughs. have really good legs. Do you dance? Do you I still don't. dance? No, I don't. I wish I did. I'm old now, E. Don't these bones Those can't... bones are hardly <laughs> cracking. Those Please. legs are amazing. Thank you. Well, I don't know about that. What else is keeping you out of mischief? What else? Well, you know what? Um... The entertainment industry is obviously keeping me busy, but um, something more close to my heart and some one of the reasons why, we, of course, are here today, uh, hoping to um, spread a message that could actually perhaps save a life or improve one. So here we are. I never thought in my life that I would see you again outside, or I should say maybe inside the entertainment space and use what we do every day for good by helping someone. And I'm so inspired by you because... I've I've known you as a young woman and now an even younger woman because you look great. <laughs> you saved that one. You're about to say old woman. <laughs> but you you phoned me the other day and mm-hmm. you go, I want to tell you this thing that is actually personal, but I want you to know what it is because I want to help a whole lot of other women and Picos? Picos. It's so mysterious, but it's the most common d- disorder in women hormonally. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm, Do you know that that when when you phoned me, it was the first time I heard about it? How scary is that? 
because there are so many people with it. Doctor, what is it? So, as the name implies, the ovaries um, develop an abnormal amount of undeveloped follicles. And those follicles don't follicles don't reach maturation. So when a woman ovulates on a monthly basis, that's as a result of these follicles growing, and then she ovulates, and then she has an opportunity to fall pregnant. Whereas in this condition, um, for a num for genetic reasons, inflammatory reasons, autoimmune reasons. Um, metabolic reasons, um, also genetic in the sense that if a mother's had it, her children can have it and men can have it as well, believe it or not. Obviously, we haven't got ovaries, but we can have the same whole body effect, which is weight gain, insulin resistance, mm. severe acne, emotional upsets, um, hair growth in areas where you don't want it mm. and loss of hair from your head, which is, you know, cosmetically very embarrassing for a woman. Mm. Um, this is a hectic condition. Um, in medicine, we use the term heterogeneous, a big fancy name to mean there are so many facets to this condition that it's um, seemingly impossible to treat. So in conventional medicine, we do have drugs that can treat it, usually the pill and a drug called metformin that lowers insulin resistance. But a lot of women react to it. You get a, uh, you get a lot of gastrointestinal symptoms and just go off. And, um, you know, a lot of people will present to doctors with infertility. They try for a year or two to fall pregnant and they just can't. They can't have a baby. And so they, they get to their GP, get referred on to an endocrinologist or gynecologist. They will start them on metformin. And if they still don't fall pregnant, they will add in a drug called clomiphene. So these are like the gold standard treatments. Mm. Um, and when you have a number of cycles of clomiphene, you know, the success rate of falling pregnant is still very low. It's like with, with clomiphene and metformin, it's 22%. Um, and you can, and you, you, you stand the risk of developing um, ovarian cancer when you have too many cycles of, of these drugs. So this is dangerous stuff. It sounds like the drugs don't work. Look, in some people they do, and that's a blessing if they do. But for a lot of people, they don't. And there has to be another way. So I have, in clinical practice, been working with women with hormonal problems in Australia for many, many years. And because of my training in integrative and anti-aging medicine, have found softer, more compassionate ways of getting very good clinical results. There's help? There is absolutely help out there. Lala, so... Take me back. You, you, you are glamorous. You're on stage. You're on the red carpet. <laughs> you're wearing these amazing dresses. You're in heels. You're wearing um, short dresses. And you feel terrible. What happened? That's what happens when you have PECOS. You feel terrible. But when did you know? How did you? Uh, so, okay, take me back. W what happened for you and when did this all happen? All right. So, um, thinking back, you know, after being diagnosed, which was at the end of 2015, um, I realized that I was actually suffering from PECOS as a teenager. And that's usually when it starts. But, but it you can, didn't know? I didn't know. Um, as a teenager, you're going to experience some bad skin. Mm. You're going to have, you know, irregular periods because you think, well, I'm not 100%. I haven't matured yet. So a little might, bit of weight gain. A little bit of weight gain. Mm. And this is normal, right? This is what teenagers go through. And I went through that all throughout my teens. And I turned 20 and 21. And going into my 20s, I was still experiencing the same thing. But I thought, well, this is my body. This is mm. how I know my body. My body hasn't matured. Maybe I'm just like a late bloomer and I'll only, you know, uh, go uh, become a woman properly where my skin settles down and I have normal cycles at a much later stage. And that's what I was expecting. And as time went on, I kind of, you know, got used to the symptoms and lived with it. Uh, at, the at the end of 2015, I was about 27, 
and I went through a really stressful phase, mm. emotionally, career-wise. And you still were undiagnosed. You didn't know that this is what it is. Absolutely, yeah. And um, sorry to break your word again. Is no. it painful? Oh yeah, it can be. What do when, you feel? I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So at the end of 2015, I. All of a sudden, started breaking out really bad. But now my back, my face, my chest, my neck, um, I was starting to put on a lot of weight. And I was gymming all the time. But mm. hard. I was, I was uploading gym videos on Instagram and people were loving them. And, but I was just, I was expanding. I didn't understand what was going on. I was running and nothing was working. I was, starting, I was craving some really strange things as well. I wasn't eating a lot, but I was craving things. And then the cravings got worse wake up in the middle of the night because I have to have sugar. Mm -mm. That's weird, right? What else did you crave for? Oh, ice cream and then fried foods, mm. you know. Um, then all of a sudden, my hair was falling out. And I thought... But throughout this, I know you and you haven't said a word. Because it's embarrassing. You don't, first of all, you think, okay, well, maybe my body's just going through a phase. I'll get over it. And then all of a sudden you go, wait a second, I'm starting to lose my hair. This is not, I've never experienced this before. This is weird. Is it in patches? Did it come off with a brush? Did it? So I was sitting in my car, I looked over to the side of me and see my passenger seat just uh, covered uh, in hair. And that was when I realized. Something's wrong. Something is wrong. And so women who suffer PCOS experience different symptoms. Mm. Some women experience this hair growth in places on their chest, on their neck, on their back. I mean, a woman's not supposed to have that. That's weird. People well, look at you. maybe a little bit if you have a little bit of more than other hormones, right, doctor? But not like excessive yeah. Yeah. amounts. It should be next to nothing. Yeah. Mm. You shouldn't have it at all. And if you mm. do, then there that is a sign. It's just your body speaking to you. Oof. And you need to listen. Mm. You know, I then also also I was I had a lot of cellulite. Now I'm a runner and I drink water and I'm really you know I know. I'm, I'm super healthy. Well, I thought I was. Um and I was developing crazy amounts of cellulite. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. So anyway, I decided, I spoke to a couple of my friends and they said, listen, you should go see an endocrinologist. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and that, of course, is a doctor of hormones. So off I went and I, and I booked an appointment with a, uh, a woman uh, who was an endocrinologist and she was very experienced with polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm. The reason I'm mentioning this is because many doctors should be experienced with this, but they're not. Mm. Now, there's a statistic that scares me. It takes approximately four doctor's appointments to effectively diagnose this condition. And by then, you've spent a lot of money. By then, you've been on all these different drugs mm. to stop your skin from breaking out. I was on Roaccutane for seven wow. courses. Seven courses in my life. Now, that's a really dangerous drug. But my skin kept breaking out, and I just thought, well, I'll just go back on Roaccutane. I'll go back. It stunts your growth. It has all these issues with your liver. You know, the side effects are terrible. And depression is also another one of them. Funny enough, uh, depression and anxiety and eating disorders are also part mm. of PCOS. So these are all signs, and I've struggled with depression and anxiety, uh, uh, you know, a lot of my life. So all these little signs, but you know what's so funny is that they go undetected because it's so normal, right? How crazy is that? It's normal. I am, I am I'm sitting here with my mouth open. I am gobsmacked. <clears throat> yeah. Society dictates that women, you know, it's normal to, to have all of these issues as, as a woman day to day, month to month. You've got a cycle. So this is what we go through. Yeah, but also no. Mm. You're not supposed to be okay. And the extreme fatigue. We also, so many of us live 
uh, constantly tired, dragging our feet. So there's so much to do. We, we, we uh, pin it down to stress, bad diet, a ton of kids, so much stress at work. Um, maybe you drink, maybe you smoke, maybe you party mm. too much and you think that's why I'm feeling this way. But there is actually a deeper reason you're not supposed to feel that way. How did you eventually get diagnosed after you saw the doctor, the female right. doctor? Right. So she looked at me. She asked me a couple of questions and I said, I, I gave her the lowdown. I said, look, my skin's bad, this, this, this. Mm. A lot of people don't say that because they think it's normal. And she said to me, sounds like Picasso, we're going to take your bloods and see. Longest a week wait of my life when the test results came back, she said, look, your hormones are crazy. You've got way too much estrogen. You've got absolutely no progesterone. Your androgens, your, your male sex t- uh, hormone is hormones rather sky high. And I'm going to have to put you on the pull. Also, just by the way, you're pre-diabetic. Oh, <gasps> no. But is I, this, doctor, is this a symptom of PCOS? Like- absolutely. So when I mentioned the insulin resistance, insulin in high levels, um, its aim is to remove glucose. And if insulin can't attach to its receptor, we call that insulin resistance. It's actually insulin receptor resistance. The consequence of that is the body cannot get rid of its sugar. So then the brain tells the the pancreas to secrete more insulin. Right. And a point is reached where the pancreas gives up. Could it be the other way around that someone who is diabetic could be suffering from PCOS? It doesn't usually work that way. Right. Yep. Yeah. However, having said that, there I, right at the beginning of the discussion, I mentioned that there are, uh, there's an immune side to this problem um, in that uh, the body develops antibodies. So we use the, the word autoimmune. So the mm. body starts fighting itself right. and the uh, antibodies can be directed towards the pancreas, but also towards the thyroid gland, which means mm. you can start putting on weight from hypothyroidism, but also towards the ovaries. So the ovaries, the pancreas and the thyroid are the autoimmune targets in PCOS. Mm. It's really Pretty scary. I, I don't understand. Not only that, she was like, well, you know, you can also suffer from a heart attack. I was 27 at the time. And I was gymming like crazy. So I was like, okay, wait, this is this is ridiculous. It when you know she sat me down and she told me, this is what you have. There is no cure. This is what I put all my patients that I see who have this condition. Um, this is a this is a lifelong basically commitment. You have to change your lifestyle. You have, and it was she was basically like giving me all the facts, and I was freaking out. And what ends up happening is you feel alone. I don't know anybody who has this. Mm. Why is this happening to me? I look mm. after myself every day and now my body is attacking itself. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. And then on top of that, she says, oh, by the way, it will probably be um, very difficult to fall pregnant. If you do, it could be really dangerous. You could have a miscarriage, premature birth, um, or you can develop um, gastational uh, diabetes, diabetes uh, fatty liver disease. You know, and and so this is actually, people don't think that this is serious. Uh, People think, oh, it's just a bit of a condition. You've got a bit of, you know, acne. You know, you're not dying. Or time. You could die. You Mm. could be, you know, you could, if you are not treating this, if you're not aware of this, and this is really important for mothers to know, for their daughters, or, you know, even any family member, for a husband to know about his wife or a boyfriend to know about his girlfriend. And I think it's really important sometimes, you know, also mood swings are a big part of PICAS, and Mm. we also think, oh, that's just a part of life. There's mood swings, and then there's mood swings. Mm. And if, you know, you're experiencing extreme emotional frustration, it could not, it might not just be your environment, it could be inside. 
how does one get tested for a doctor? Before we talk about help and what there is out there to cure us, to make us feel better, I have the symptoms and I want to know if I'm a candidate. Excellent. Okay. <clears throat> so you'd go to your GP. That's your first port of call. And either your GP will get it right and know what to look for or won't. And if your GP is clued, up, clued in, he or she will do the tests that represent the symptoms that their patient is is presenting. Mm. So the tests are based on hormonal tests and metabolic tests. Right. So the let's do the obvious hormonal test. So it's a full panel of all the androgens. We call it the free androgen index with DHEAS levels, dehydroapiandrosterone sulfate. Sorry. Nah, very technical. Thank you. <laughs> and a, a hormone called androstenedione, okay? And these tests, if usually these levels shouldn't be high in a woman at all. Okay. But these levels reach levels of a man, you see? I understand. Um, so straight away, you know something's wrong. You, you look at estradiol levels, which is one of the many estrogens that women have, but it's the, the marker that most laboratories do. If you say that it's high in women, and it shouldn't be, um, therefore you are positive, what would it be for men if you are suffering from PECOS? For men would also be high. Okay. Mm. Just higher than just, normal. Just higher. Yeah. Yeah. This but is it, insane. Yeah. Yeah. But for men, a vast minority of men may have PECOS. Just a few really. Whereas for women, there can be a, a, what did we say? We said one in seven to one in eight women. That's a lot of women. Lala, how did you eventually get help? So... <clears throat> What happens? What happened uh, was that I was given this conventional medicine, the drug that you know she uses for all her patients, and that was great. Did it work? No, it made me worse, and not because I believe that, that that's what the drug does, but everybody is an individual. Mm. We all react very differently to certain things, and my body, in particular, Said just no. reacted really badly. Mm. I was on the pill before, and then I went back onto the pill at twenty-seven, and it just my body was like, no, no. No, no, I'm not doing this again. And it just, I put on nine kilos in two months. And mm. that is extremely unhealthy. I was, I was, it was painful. And also just the, the tightness, uh, my skin, because I was expanding, not just fat, but uh, water retention right. was so painful. And the, even in my legs, the kind of swelling and the bloating, even when I walked, but just the body pain in general, the abdomen pain, the, the headaches, I totally forgot. I, I lost my memory. You know, I would watch a movie. I'd have to do interviews with superstars. I'd watch their movie the night before, and then I wouldn't really remember their oh, name no. or their character. And then, I, I, you know, I mean, being in the industry, you've got to learn scripts. Mm. I was, people would look at me and go, what's wrong with you? Mm. What's going on? Get yourself together. And it's really embarrassing. You can't go, well, you know, I've actually got this condition because you don't want anyone to know no, that your body yeah. is, you know, is packing up on itself. What you've given me is a great, let's call it a checklist mm -hmm. of what to look for if you think you have it. What's the cure? Before we get there, I, I just want to finish off some of the testing because we hadn't done it all and then we can talk to you about the cure. So on, so we spoke about getting your androgens tested, your estrogens tested, also progesterone. It's this un, what I call the unholy triad, high androgens, high estrogen and low progesterone. And that immediately gives us an opportunity for treatment because you want to lower androgens, you want to lower estrogens and you want to support progesterone. But on the metabolic side, the, uh, the two tests, one does a fasting glucose and you do a fasting insulin level. And PCOS sufferers, women with PCOS, will invariably have 
very high fasting insulin levels, which tells us straight away that there's insulin resistance. Now, just to understand how this works, when there's insulin resistance, not only um, can uh, the body not remove, uh, allow insulin to um, go through a process of like signaling to um, go and find the glucose receptor, bring it to the cell surface and bring glucose or the glucose transporter and bring glucose into the cell. So essentially, insulin brings sugar into the cell. Mm. But when there are high levels of insulin, the ovaries do not develop insulin resistance. That high insulin attacks the ovaries and mm. causes the ovaries to develop insane amounts of androgens. And those androgens then go around the body. Then there are all these feedback mechanisms. The high estrogens will cause an imbalance up in the brain. I understand because, it's not, because just because there's an imbalance in one part of the body, it spreads. It, it spreads. And then what happens is this very delicate balance in the brain of follicle-stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone gets lost. We need FSH or follicle-stimulating hormone to grow the ovules, the little follicles, to the mature state. And when... FSH is suppressed by high estrogens, that can't happen. So the follicles stay in this very undeveloped, unrequited, incomplete state, and a woman doesn't ovulate. And so the diagnostic criteria for this condition is poor to no ovulation. Okay. So so virtually no ovulation at all. And because you can't ovulate, you can't, can't fall pregnant. You mm. see? And then the polycystic ovaries found on ultrasound and then the high androgens. So those are the three major uh, diagnostic criteria for this condition. I just want to say something real quick. So we're speaking about progesterone. Mm. My uncle's speaking about progesterone. And one thing that I, I said was I was developing such bad cellulite. And I know that is an issue so many women struggle with. Yes. And that is no progesterone or low progesterone. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, all of these um, all of these technicalities that are happening in the body are affecting us and things that we will just expect to have to deal with, like the cellulite. But guys, that's the message. Your body is telling you that you have low progesterone. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? And, you know, we always hear, oh, guys, you know, you can't really, um, you can't really help uh, cellulite. Here's a cream you can rub on your, your, your sure. skin or yeah. your thigh yeah. and you're going to fix your cellulite. Guys, away. come on. You know, your, your body is way more technical than that. Give it some credit. Yeah. Like you know? it, it's not just a, a problem on the surface. It yeah. sounds like it's Everything. a lot deeper down there. Is it reversible? So now the, the ovaries have made you cross and now your body is suffering. I think, Ilana, um, symptomatically it's reversible where you can manage it to the point. You see, we can't manage the genetics, but mm. we can manage the epigenetics. We can have a lifestyle dietary program and a headspace which is calm and balanced and tranquil and supportive to live with the condition and to live beautifully with the condition and to fulfill all one's dreams. So a woman who is not ovulating can with a nutritional dietary approach with the supplement regime, the supplement program we've developed based on what we've discussed, minimizing the excessive hormones and also minimizing the, the insulin resistance, you can then start ovulating again, um, hopefully fall pregnant, um, lose a lot of excess weight, mm. um, as Lali has done. In, her acne's improved out of sight. Her mm. hair loss has improved. Because um, you've got hair now, girl. I got hair now, bro. You see how all these little hairs on the top of my head? It's kind of like, cool. <laughs> I'm sprouting. <laughs> you funny. I'm still shocked that oh, all of this is going down. Yeah. Okay, so so 
Lala, how how did it happen? Go away, right? So, like I said, I was experiencing all these side when, effects. When did you call Uncle? <laughs> when I was desperate. When I right. realized I, I had to go through a few doctors before I called Uncle. You know, Uncle's in Taz. I'm like, mm. I'm not going to disturb him. He's got a whole practice. I got we got doctors He's here. Busy. He's busy. I got doctors here. Plus, I need to go and see these doctors. Mm. But little did I know that you actually really don't. What I did was, you know, bl- blood tests to reveal everything. My uncle went, oh, you've got PICOS? No worries. I know what to do, That's as so they say in Australia. Ridiculous. Um, Where and- were you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, just over the phone, um, he said, okay, look, what I need you to do, go grab these herbs, these amino acids, these minerals, um, and this, this vitamin. And uh, call me back in six weeks. Okay, great. It sounds simple. I couldn't find them anywhere in South you Africa. You couldn't find the, the, the remedy, the one thing that's going to fix you. You couldn't find in the country. Well, I mean, there were a couple of things I could and, and some of the things I couldn't. And I needed everything. But before that, I had gone to some other doctors and they put me on natural stuff and it wasn't working. And, you know, my symptoms came back and it was... It was a very long journey, let, let's just say that. And I was trying all these other herbal remedies that you read up on the internet and you find case studies that this is good and Drink that lemon food. juice. Oh, girl. <laughs> but, and, and more expensive remedies too as yeah. well. And acupuncture this and, you know, meditation that. But anyway, so um, all those things are important, but you need specific things. And anyway, so after I spoke to my uncle, he's, you know, told me to get these things. Couldn't get these things. Looked all over the country. Mm. Had to bring them, um, had to ship them over from overseas. Then I got stopped at customs, drove me crazy. Them in. Asked a doctor to release them, wasn't interested. Told me I need to go back onto conventional medicine. Be- and I told him, listen, it's not for me. I'm I'm reacting really badly. He didn't really want to hear it. So when I was traveling for La La Land, I was able to buy all this the is things. His show. So Lala yes, has sorry. a show called La La Land. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> Lala has a show called La. La- <laughs> that sounds really strange, but yes, indeed. So. I was able to travel, get what I needed, and bring it with, into the country, basically. Well, I mean, for myself, because you can't bring in all no. you know tons of stuff. But for myself, I was I was bringing what I needed, and I was starting to see the results. Wow! Six to eight weeks, I started slowly losing the weight. Another thing that also um, that you get is oily skin and an oily scalp. So I would travel. And I'd sit in, in the plane for like you know sixteen hours. Or yeah. I'd come. I'd, I'd get off the plane, and I was just this oil pot like literally very 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 shiny skin and my my would would exacerbate the acne obviously Mm. my hair was all oily and and plus i was like losing it so it was just it was a really ugly sight but anyway so after after six eight weeks i mean i was in planes and realizing that wow i don't really have an oily skin anymore i don't have an oily scalp this is great and three months Three to four months, I lost the nine kilos. I'm back in the gym. I'm not as tired as I used to be. I was so tired, I couldn't even walk up the stairs to go to bed. You look great now. Well, thank you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Bring us some of this. Where can we find it? So what we decided to do, I I said to my uncle, listen. By the way, when she says uncle, he's sitting right next to her. I call him his doctor. (laughs) Lala says uncle. Uncle. Uncle Dr. Russell. (laughs) There we go. So Uncle Dr. Russell, they are South Africans because this affects one in seven, but safely one in ten women Mm. of childbearing age. And not everybody can handle the conventional medicine. We've got to develop something in South Africa for South Africans that can help this condition. Mm. So we, you know, it was a, it was a long time in the making and uh, we, you know, found the, the most incredible team um, and uh, pharmaceutical manufacturing team and family. I and love the way this is going. Yeah. And we, we decided we we're going to formulate something that is safe, 
that doesn't have the side effects, that can also benefit women who maybe not have PCOS but have the signs or suffer some of these issues like the irregular periods because that, let's face it, is difficult when you're trying to fall pregnant and you can't. Also, I mean, you're a woman. That's what you're supposed to Mm. do. And when you can't, you know, you feel almost like you've let yourself down. Sure. Um, so this product that we formulated um, is able to help a lot of women, who, like I said, who don't just suffer from pickoffs. What's it called? I want it. You want it? I don't need it. But <laughs> <laughs> you want it. Well, you're perfect. <laughs> Bye, Lala. Um, yeah. It's called Pickoff Support. Um, and that's exactly what it is. It really helps and supports and also just gives you your control back. Allows you to stay back or gives you back your power over your life because it takes it away. Let's face it, Picos is destructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a how how overwhelming. But but there's but there's help. There is help, and you know, in the product, we've developed two arms to it. So the one is the um, metabolic balance, mm-hmm. which reduces the insulin resistance. So Lala spoke about food cravings, how she has would have these bizarre cravings in the middle of the night. So that's always a sign of insulin resistance. Right. And there's a wonderful mineral that all by itself, just as a one-stop shop, will improve food cravings. And obviously food cravings means people are going to eat more, they're going to put on more weight. Mm-hmm. And you know, fat actually is an endocrine factory. It makes inflammatory factors right. and it makes estrogens. And so, so does to, sugar. So not imagine? only have you yes. got the estrogens from from uh, the, the ovaries gone crazy, but you've got the estrogens from your own fat cells. So fat begets fat. So what we do is we lower the insulin resistance. Um, and at the same time, lowering the insulin resistance takes the foot pedal off the ovaries, right. takes the accelerator off the ovaries. So the ovaries stop producing so many androgens, which then feeds back and improves a woman's well-being. The androgens are unconverted to estrogens. There's a mm-hmm. process known as aromatization, which is an enzyme that converts the male hormones to the female hormones. And that happens in fat cells. Isn't that crazy? So everything, see, everything's feeding onto everything yeah. else. Sorry, I'm using my hands and banging them <laughs> No problem. <laughs> Um, I, when I get excited, I start using my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that you're excited about something that's... It's about us. Well, it's you know, about women. What's amazing is that there's a lot of research behind every single ingredient mm. in the metabolic balance and in the hormonal balance. Um, and th- this is what I do. This is my passion. Mm. I follow the research and I see what can be used that um, helps people with minimal side effects. What will happen if a normal woman, because I just heard cravings and I mean... I can eat. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I don't have because. But sure. what would happen if I had to take it as a daily supplement? Can I? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it will, you know, all of us are moving irrevocably towards type 2 diabetes. It's like mm. the new pandemic. We all eat far too much rich food. Thanks, doctor. And our, <laughs> our bodies are still, we still have the genetics of our ancestors. Mm. You know, we should be doing way more exercise than we mm. do. Um, so all the ingredients in the metabolic support are very nourishing towards sensitizing the insulin receptor, pushing us away from type 2 diabetes, Mm. helping us lose fat mass, and the hormonal balance helps women who have severe premenstrual symptoms. I need to just say one thing on that. Um, One of the scary things about living in today's world 
is that we're constantly, um, well, at least our bodies are constantly being tested. Mm. And why I say that is because there are so many hormone disruptors in mm. our life. And what that means basically is because we are such a, a delicate balance of hormones, when we drink things out of plastic or microwave things in plastic or use um, non-stick frying pans mm. or perhaps putting certain creams on your skin, smelling scented candles, those chemicals are going into your nose or you're absorbing it in your skin, skin yeah. or you're, you're consuming it through, you know, orally. And then all of a sudden, your body is a computer. So it mm. has to it has to analyze everything that goes in it. You know, it goes, oh, this is a, a carbohydrate. That's a protein. That's a mineral. That's a this. When it sees these chemicals, it goes, oi, I don't know what, what this is. is. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make it a xenoestrogen. Mm. What that is, it's a fake estrogen or like a pretend estrogen. Estrogens have been linked to cancer. So this is very scary. Now, your body now has to excrete this weird substance that has no, and it can't. So when you're going to the bathroom, you're ex constantly excreting hormones. With these, your body's holding on to them. Now they're toxic. And mm. now there's a buildup. And even if you don't have PCOS, even if you don't have a hormonal disorder that mm. has been diagnosed, you are constantly in a state of toxicity because we are living in this environment. It's very scary. So yes. To your question of can anyone take it? <laughs> well, where can we find it? I mean, you you have done something wonderful where you took something that that happened to you, right? And you you are changing it into something. You're helping other people. It's only help when they start taking it and start seeing a difference. Because even if, like I said, even if you don't have the PCOS um, and you're, you know, you're constantly being um, challenged by all these different hormone disruptors, mm. you're experiencing the fatigue and you're experiencing the cravings or mm. the, the, you know, the sleepless nights or, or the stress that you can't mm. seem to deal with. So that's when it becomes a success. So I'm really hoping that everyone uh, would perhaps think about it and you become can aware become aware of it and, and at least just have a conversation about it do the research if you want you know uh, we have a website you can log on to www.lifesource.org.za you can also follow us on social media on Instagram at life.source where we'll be posting a lot about all these things um, about the hormonal disruptors and things that mm. you can do and put in place to really relieve your body of all these things that you know we don't even realize that we're doing to ourselves it's important as mothers as daughters as husbands as wives to be aware and to educate each other about this mm. it's a conversation we need to start as south africans it's 2018 we're landing on the moon guys <laughs> we're not only landing on the moon we're 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 like we're uh, populating mars you going to the moon to. girl <laughs> i've been i've been i've been traveling i'm so inspired i am very proud of you oh well, you know what? You're my big sis. And Don't I'm, make me cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's, been a long, it's been a long journey. And, you know, I'm just happy that you're fine. You oh, look great. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very scared for you when I think of what happened. But I'm very, Doctor, I'm, I'm extremely encouraged when I learn that this is what you're doing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is, this is really awesome. Give us that site again. Uh, Lifesource.org.za Whatever platform you have, you, doctor, with your CV is thicker than a book. Yeah. <laughs> You're amazing. Crazy. No, it's awesome. And then, and then you take time out to come and help. We're just doing our thing. You cool. Thank you. Thank you. You've been inspirational, Lala. Thank Don't you. Don't make me cry. I really, I'm so emotional about this, Lala. Thank yeah, you for thank your you. time. Find them on lifesource.org.za. 
La La You Cool. Oh, you're See cool. See you in La La Land. <laughs> 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 